Welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm Bethany Evans, and I'm here with my co-host, Aaron Pruitt. And today's topic is chakra yoga, stimulating your chakra energy. And we have our guest, Liz O'Brien, here. So thank you so much for being with us, Liz. Thank you. I'm excited because I've known Liz now, I think going on six years Five. Okay, Liz, here's the thing. What I'll tell you, Liz is like this healer yoga person, but she fucking also is detailed. She remembers <laughs> shit. And I'm like, oh, like six years. And she just put up her hand going, well, f- or five, Aaron, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's I want not really I'm detailed. I'm more uh, the perfectionist. Oh, okay. Well, that's still something I'm impressed by. <laughs> um, well, and so I met Liz O'Brien. We took a class, a healing. Um, we took a Reiki, not really a class. We actually took a workshop on Holy Fire. Am I saying that right? Holy Fire. No shit. Liz, what, what was like? No. What was the Holy, name of it? Holy Love. Holy, Holy Love. love. Holy telling. shit. It was called Holy Love. <laughs> One and, of the holies. <laughs> and we went, and I was with some friends. And I remember that we were going to be laying on the ground and Liz is in a skirt. And I thought, oh, this lady's in a skirt. Does she not know we're going to be like laying on the ground, but whatever. And then we do the practice, listen to Liz. And I, I start hearing an accent and she's from Jersey. And later I come to find out she's from North Jersey. You don't fuck with North Jersey. And I was like, wow, she is intense. Come to find out she's a yoga teacher. And my friends are with me like, we got to go to a yoga class. I'm like, the lady in the skirt, the intense lady in the skirt. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, all right, because I'm a good follower. And I swear to God, went to the yoga class. And for me, um, Liz, I just want to acknowledge you because to me, you are the best yoga teacher I've ever come across. You're so heart-centered. You are so aware where everyone is. And I watched you. I mean, I've been now going to your classes, done workshops with you, you can turn it on a dime. Like you can tell you're going one direction, like, oh, we're going to do hip openers. And then you're like, ooh, everyone's closed in their heart. And in a moment, Liz like switches it and is like, all right, we're going to work on this. And I'm like, how did she know? How can she do that? So I just want to acknowledge you because I think you're profoundly gifted and we're excited that we get to talk to you today about chakras and how to really pull that energy up because I think you're brilliant at it. Oh, um, thank you so, so, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you were saying compliment into my heart. <laughs> good, good. Thank you. Yes. Do you remember when we met? Yes, it was holy love. Um, meditation. Not holy fire. Holy <laughs> love. It's given, it's given through the holy fire, right? Um, holy love with Kelly Evans. I don't remember wearing a skirt, and that's quite interesting that I would. (laughs) Um, But I remember something profound came through, and I shared one of my most shameful secrets I've never shared Mm. ever, with ever. And I was crying and crying. It came through the energy so I can let it go. And um, all I remember thinking is... um, I don't want to see, I, I don't want to see these women ever again. I still had that much shame. <laughs> and then how beautiful, that was either a Saturday or Sunday. And yeah. then how beautiful you all showed up to class on Tuesday at Bell Arts. And I was just like blown away. Like, wow, be vulnerable, share your truth. 
they will rise up and support you. And you've always been such a big support of me. And um, I greatly appreciate you. And at that point, it was when your husband passed not mm -hmm. too long ago. And I was just so impressed at your resilience, your sense of humor, your honesty, your rawness and sharing all that. And I just felt you were such an inspiration to our whole community on how you carried yourself with that. Aww, thank so you. Oh, you guys are so cute. We're having a little love fest. <laughs> you are. I love it. I think it's when it's that soul connection. It's definitely yeah. always mutual. Always yeah. mutual. And and we we get so much from each other. So I'm so grateful. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's been and the journey since because at that time, I don't think I w I had my own business yet. Mm -mm. I don't think you started your healing practice. No. And then like five years later, like where Liz and I have kind of bumped along the road and it's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this, but I'm going to try this. Like, ah. like, I think there's, there's <laughs> this almost now there's this ability to just be open and vulnerable and, and not, and moving from doing it right. Like there's a right way to do life. And I think that's uh, something that I love talking with Liz about, like, how this is how this is going so thank you for being here and thank oh. you for bringing your full self like you always do yeah and thank you for introducing me to her <laughs> <laughs> i know right i meet so many people through you erin <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so lucky when just as everyone knows bethany and i did a practice we did you actually did the chakra energy um how do i say it because we're going to do a little bit different today, later at the end of the podcast. You're going to actually walk everyone through, which is going to be awesome. You're going to get like turned on and energized. Mm -hmm. But the one we did, you did all seven chakras. Is there a different title for that, Liz, what we did? Um, well, it's what I did with you is a mini version of the workshops I do now locally. And we just supercharged all seven along the spine just to wake them up. Mm -hmm. And then we focused on the second chakra uh or swadhisthana <laughs> uh the sacral chakra and we're going to do some bioenergetic exercises to really focus on that area and stimulate it okay what's bioenergetic um it's it's just exercises um physically but more energetically and just really focused on a certain area mm -hmm. um, with the breath we breathe in through the nose out through the mouth because we want to move that energy and it's just more of a focus and energetic movement got it okay and just i am such a big believer because when i met liz um, I had two things that were, I was suffering from after my husband died, I was struggling. I felt like I couldn't breathe on my chest and my grief therapist sent me to an energy healer, which Kelly Evans, who we've been talking about, and I could breathe for the first time after a session with her. And then I had pains in my hips and my chiropractor said, you need to go do yoga. You're carrying grief. And I had never had issues with my hips. I was like, what the hell? And I remember Liz just working, helping me work out. So the energy, being able to move, I've like, I'm a 1000th believer now because of all the pains I had after him dying, like I was able to heal through energy, through movement. So I'm excited that you get to share that with our listeners today. Yes, and that's a perfect example. We hold a lot of unprocessed motions in our hips. That's, yeah. It's such a sacred area 
um, of where we hold emotion and we want them to be fluid and feel the emotions so that we can release them. But from birth on, we are um, bombarded with all this uh, trauma, um, childhood issues, abuse, thought patterns, emotions that no one taught us how to process. So they get stuck in our energy field, in the subtle body, especially in the hips, all, all along the spine and all throughout the whole body, um, but the hips, especially for emotions. Do you know why that is? I'm just curious, like, why the hips? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of came to me. I was like, why the hips? You would think it would be stuck in the heart. Well, I, mean, I think it's stuck there too, but yeah, I think everyone's different. Cause I always, uh, my hips were always open. So it right. didn't make sense that I had unprocessed emotions, but yeah, I had shame. I had anger. Um, it's not a one size fits all. I had a lot of fear. So my legs and the, uh, my pelvic floor was actually mm. more blocked than the actual hips. Gotcha. Maybe because I did so much uh, physical sports when I was young and kept it moving. Thank mm. God. Yeah. Um, but the hip, physical hip openers in yoga were always easy. So I was like, oh, I'm fine in that chakra. Right. You know, as I delved deeper, I saw my groins and my pelvic floor were really um, closed. Yeah. And, uh, locked down. Well, I'm wondering, because I think that it, I don't know if it affects maybe women a little bit more so than men because of that's where our womb is. And like, that's like basically a void space, you know, our womb holds yeah. space there for us. And um, I was thinking, and that's because that's where we're developed within our mothers. And then like where, you know, when they have us, they already have our eggs in them when they're being born inside of their mother. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just yeah. thinking, I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> Getting all I'm getting all geeky out loud. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, the mother lineage is huge. Yeah, yeah. The mother is definitely the connection to the root chakra, Mother Earth, Mother mm. Energy, your bio mother or the mother that gave you. You have three mothers. Mm -hmm. So that affects the root chakra. But yes, and then whatever the mother is going through, because your chakra um, start to develop sick when you're in the mother's womb at six months. Mm -hmm. So whatever the mother's going through, Yes, we take on also. And yeah. also um, that area, yes, is so sacred with women. We can actually birth a child and again, either sexual abuse or birth trauma, lots of stuff can get stuck in there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I, I noticed the sexual abuse is a really big, and shame and mm -hmm. all this energy like around the sexual organs of a female and just working with clients. Oh, I, I've seen from sexual assault, shaming, also to give childbirth to abortions and more yeah. women you can feel like, I'm always amazed at how often uh, I'll work with clients, females, and there is like, oh, there's something about being a female where they've been mm -hmm. victimized or totally suffering. And you could just feel the shutdown of their, yes. you know, creativity, yes. their empowerment, which is all there. So we'll get to like, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, to, to just add to that, if you look at someone who's been sexually abused, and again, what's fascinating is because of the lessons we come in to learn in this lifetime, it affects us differently. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you look at, at it from a chakra standpoint and you're sexually abused, your root chakra is fear and trust. 
So yeah. immediately that's affected. Mm-hmm. Second chakra, I see uh, sexual dysfunction. Either you go in mm-hmm. excess or you shut it completely down and you don't want to be touched. And then, yes, the third chakra, shame. You're so embarrassed and, and shameful for um, that you may have, you know, did you, I attract this energy? Why? And then the yeah. heart, it closes your heart down with some more fear and trust. And then uh, for women, we can't speak. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone mm. the shame. So look how it affects all those. And then, of course, disillusioned and cut off from yeah. God. Right? Totally. So, fascinating and maybe one's more than the other in certain people because what if they what the story they tell yourself so Mm -hmm. the media something happens in our childhood bam what's the story we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. um and that is what closes and blocks the chakras yeah Mm. it is fascinating (sighs) yeah it's kind of like freaks me out at the same time the the you know i look at my daughter who's 14 and she's like posting, like she's challenging. She's like, mom, I don't think I should have to wear a bra. And I'm like, huh, like she's challenging. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, well, definitely not at home. I don't care. But going out, like certain things that I'm seeing this, like owning her power, right? So much younger. And I'm so grateful. But I'm, I'm used to being on the, on the precipice and pushing it. And then I have a daughter that's 14. I'm like, shit. What do I want to do about this? And then I talk, and then I meet Bethany, and she's like, "We're gonna stub crystals up our vaginas," and I'm like, "What? Okay." Like, I'm like, thought I was really empowered, and now I'm freaking yeah. doing kegels here because I'm freaking out. Oh, <laughs> I just stopped wearing a bra at 51 years old. Yes. I just stopped wearing a bra too. Whoop whoop. <laughs> But yeah, I was so guarded in that area. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, God, God bless your daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Good for you, Izzy. <laughs> Seriously, like that's amazing. Um, yeah. But I think it, that goes back to the shame is like, we're afraid of how we're going to be portrayed, you know, yeah. and what people are going to say or the mm-hmm. attention we're going to get, especially from men, because then that's that leads yeah. to that fear of what if they think I'm inviting them to like take advantage of me or, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm asked that, that whole, like I'm asking for it because you dress a certain way or I don't wear a bra or my nipples are showing or something like that. Yeah. You know, um, it's unfortunate, yeah. the conditioning for women totally. in our society. Yeah. And that shame goes right to body image, right? Yeah. To body image, which we can have a whole other. Uh, I know. Okay. So we're getting off topic, but like, <laughs> yes. let's hear about Liz. <laughs> oh, okay. So Liz, what we want to know, is where we want to know a little bit about your journey. So you shared a little bit inside of this, but like, how the hell did you land here? Because I know that, you know, where you started is definitely not reflective of where you are today. So can you just share with everyone your journey? And I like to that your journey didn't start at like, I was enlightened at 16. Like, oh, hell no. Like I got like you had wake up calls later in life. So if you could share that, we'd love to hear. Yes. Um, thank you. Yeah, I don't think I started yoga till like 28, 29. Later on, I was definitely having wake up calls in my body, but didn't listen to them. So November 7th, 2000, I walked into a yoga studio in Northern Jersey. My best friend was just going through a divorce and she stumbled upon it and called me and she's like, I feel so good. You got to come to class. And I dabbled in yoga, but it, it, it just was never the right timing. 
And I went to that class. I had severe knots in my shoulder blades. Uh, of course, my heart chakra, I know now. And I uh, even had a blood clot under my armpit. And um, just intense pain. I was a court stenographer. So I just always thought it was my posture and sitting uh, at the uh, chair for so long and at the machine. And that first class, uh, the pain released. So that really wow. introduced me to, it's not physical, it's emotional, it's energetic. It's like, wow, I can release this pain with, uh, on my own if I just relax. So me being me, I went like five days a week, seven days a week for about a year and a half and wow. then jumped right into yoga teacher training. I'm so grateful I started with the Yangar Yoga to get the basics of the alignment, real strict on alignment. And then for the last 20 years, dabbling in every type of yoga, taking trainings. And just as my practice grows, that's what I offer to my clients. And then I moved here probably seven years ago. And I think now in hindsight, again, moving to the water element, which is the second chakra, I started to have anxiety. I never mm. had anxiety, <clears throat> never had it. And I was like, what is this? And I was walking on the beach one day and I just heard, you need energy work. And I was like, what is that? And then as my life unfolds, a friend of mine's like, go to Kelly Evans. And I was like, okay. And then was that, that was the first time I met you. Was that, that your first time going to Kelly too? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So I had been to Kelly before. So I knew shit, like shit's going to happen, but- I had no idea. All I remember, we were gonna uh, go. We were going to heal something from the past, and uh -huh. she said, "Set an intention." And I said, "My 16-year-old self." You know, I had, I had something uh -huh. happen, happen at that time, and that's when it all came through. And there's the emotional body. There's the energetic body. I tell my clients now and my students, I didn't cry till. Reiki. I never cried. Really? Never cried. I stuffed everything down. And people used to like admire me and because I just let everything roll off my back. And I mm. thought that was such a compliment. Literally, I was just smiling. Everything's great, but stuffing it down. Right. I didn't know how to feel emotions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so because that's definitely when I met you, there was like a tough lady and then you were bawling. And I think in my world, I was like, what the hell? Like, I didn't know how to be with that. And then I go to your yoga and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so heart centered. Like she's so intuitive. It was like, you were just this like, complex, but, and then yeah, your journey. How interesting. And, that, and that's a great point because anyone I talk to and share that with, they're like, I don't see you like that. But in the yoga space, I felt so safe. I could be myself mm. everywhere else, especially in close relationships. The armor was up. Yeah. Armor was up. Heart was closed. Trust was huge. Um, so in, in yoga, I can be myself. And I'm just so grateful. I always think, what if I wasn't a teacher, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, where, where would I had that expression of myself? So I'm so grateful for those that show up that I can be seen and be myself. And now the work has been to be this every minute of the day. Yeah. Trust, yeah. trust to be myself. Yes. Okay. So I have a question for you. For those who have been listening going, I don't really know what the hell chakra is. So can you, you're our first introduction for our chakras, can you like give a little like 101 introduction? Sure. 
Sure. Like, what the hell is it? Well, saying that they are very complex, but yeah. um, it's an energetic expression of who we are. In Sanskrit, it is uh, translated into wheel. So I always thought they were these wheels along the spine. Those are the most, uh, the seven centers along the spine. We have chakras all over the body, but those are the, the central ones from the tailbone up to the crown. Um, they represent uh, intellectual, physical, emotional, and our subtle bodies. We have 72,000 nadis or meridians or uh, energy channels cursing mm. through the body and they come together, they emerge through these, around the spine, through those, through those, through the chakras. And it's how we relate to our inner energy and how we relate to the outer energy that's going on in the world and the information we take in and how we assimilate that and translate that in our body. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think uh, what else I could add to that. Why are they important? Like what, what if, if I were to be like, okay, I get it. And they sound important as you're explaining. It's like, oh, that sounds really important. But why is it important to heal, maximize the energy? Because sometimes it's like the chakras are off or sometimes it's like, how do I move it? Like, why, can you tell people why it's important for them to pay attention and actually what we'll be doing shortly with you um, is helpful? Yes. Um, to me, I tell people it really made me aware of who I am and why I do what I, why I do what I do, why I react how I react. Mm -hmm. So um, you can stimulate a chakra or you can awaken a chakra mm -hmm. if you um, do this work or focus on them on your, by yourself. Um, so stimulate, you start to stimulate the energy that's been blocked and memories may come back, feelings may come up, and then it's like ahas start to happen. Like, oh, that's why I react this way with this friend. There was an underlying guilt or mm. this is why I do that or why am I so fearful and we'll start to unblock that energy so it's so important and I think in just everyday life the world we're living in now with this global fear global uncertainty again it's how we deal with the outside energy I remember just going to the grocery store in the beginning of COVID I'd get in the car and my heart would just hurt and be closed and now I know just to relax and breathe. It's all through the breath to help move it. And of course the movement, but, and awareness. So I just send that energy down out the soles of my feet back into mother earth. And now when I go food shopping, I'm smiling, I'm talking to people. I'm, I'm, you know, not taking that in mm, as much, yeah. if that makes sense. Like totally. you're, you're so in control of that. And once you learn about them, you, you, it's so subtle. Again, you can wear a color. I have the color red on to ground me for this. I started uh, this work about five years ago, just reading about it and also essential oils. I put the oils on my spine. I was just intuitively guided to do that. So they're constantly opening and closing with our thought patterns, energy that's coming at us. Um, so it's just a deeper level of healing through yoga. We start with the physical body, the gross body, and then we just go layer after layer after layer. And it's constant. It never ends the healing. 
Mm-hmm. I so you use the word stimulate, and then I think you use activate too. But like sometimes people use the word clear also. Like I'll clear my chakra. So is it essentially the same thing? Like if you stimulate or activate, it'll start to clear stuff. I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, because <laughs> I didn't I didn't uh, um, explain awaken the, the terms. Oh, I use awaken. That's what you said. Sorry. Stimulate yeah. and awaken. So there you go. When I did the training in Sedona, I think we did a 28 minute shoulder stand. And the pain in my groins and my neck was like I've never felt before. And I just was like, stay with it, Liz. Don't quit. Stay with it. You're healing. You're healing. I'm healing. And then I cried for about an hour afterwards. Mm. So I feel that literally awakened it, right? Both second and five. Um, and it sort of reprograms something in your brain. Each chakra is connected to your brain. And so those thought patterns um, can be awakened to where you're like oh that none of that was true Mm -hmm. okay and then clearing i would say clearing is the stimulating can we really clear one Uh, i'm without the other work i'm not even sure Um, (laughs) but we i believe through reiki and energy work yeah we stimulate or awaken them and then you have the ahas to me once you have the awareness you have to change how you do things that's right. part of it. Third, third chakra. How are you going to um, integrate this into your daily okay. um, day and not make the same patterning? Totally. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay. So then we were wanting to know um, if you, um, what was I going to ask you? So we did talk about a little bit with women and can you just talk like the sacral, like what, um, you notice with women and how to activate or clear that kind of the first three chakras. Like I know men and women both do yoga and I know they both do energy work, but I'll be honest in my experience, I'm like a eight to one, eight women, one male. Yeah. And I notice in yoga, it, um, it might be a one to six, but it's usually (laughs) women. I'm always laughing when I tell my clients, like, where can I meet women? I'm like, have you been to a yoga class? Like (laughs) you're going to have all these cute butts up. Like this is a very exciting world. There's more women than men. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. But can you, if, um, cause we, we here too have a lot of female listeners, when it comes to women really clearing or, or activating their chakras, can you maybe share why? Like what's available when a woman can do those things with her chakras? I think we immediately step back into our power. I mean, mm. talking about the second chakra and um, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, being and then add into the fifth shock or the throat shock being told to keep quiet mm. your opinions don't matter all the years of that mm. suppression yeah. um it's a light within us that that shakti energy in the second chakra as i said we can make a baby you can heal yourself with that energy it's that powerful cursing through us but something happens along the way and we shut it down we dim it down um So for me, I did a lot of work this whole last year on the second chakra. It was blocked with a lot of guilt. So each chakra is blocked by a, I'll call it a lower vibrating uh, emotion. And the second is guilt. And uh, once I release that, the other side of it is joy. So I see in my practice, I'm attracting a lot of women with second chakra issues. Mm. 
I had a private recently, she had a very traumatic childbirth. And for the last three months, she's been bleeding, hemorrhaging, and there's mm. no physical reason why. Every doctor she went to. And um, so she came and we did the work together and she was literally shaking and having memories from childbirth, having memories when she found out she was pregnant, it, that, that little stick pulled up in her, her, her memory, right, positive. And she said, you just cleared like, we just cleared like, I said, you just cleared like 17 years of stuff. Like her, mm. her birth of her son was so traumatic. Then she held all that in and never was able, you know, you're a new mom. How do you deal with yeah. all that too? Totally. So I think, I think a lot of that. And, um, and, and what, what I see in men is boys don't cry, right? That's what they're taught. Boys mm -hmm. don't cry. So that. Mm -hmm. Uh oh, Liz got. We lost you. <laughs> so Liz, <laughs> you're frozen on our end. We got stuck with boys don't cry. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Okay, so you started with boys don't cry, and then you got frozen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so with men, boys. They weren't happy about that comment. <laughs> I'm sure it was brilliant. We would love to hear it again. Yeah. But we're taught boys don't cry, but to go back to women, look at all the hormonal imbalances we have, look mm -hmm. at the thyroid issues we have, very yeah. global. And yeah. to me, I believe they're connected, you know, mm -hmm. um, especially with uh, sexual abuse. Um, but I think a lot of women also universally, uh, root chakra, um, I don't belong, I feel different, I'm less than. Um, and maybe men don't have that as much because they are the providers, they are the um, money makers, you know, ego more on that. Mm -hmm. end. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't worked that closely with men. Um, but occasionally I'll see those tight hips. <laughs> Usually men have tighter hips. Yeah. Yeah. I notice that when I do yoga classes and there's men and I see them struggling with the hip stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because, yeah, they don't feel their emotions either. Yeah, right. they weren't they, taught. No, none of us were taught. Well, I definitely say, yeah, they were more suppressed in, than women in, in that area. But I think there's, we just, we have a different type of, I think, I don't know. It, what's the difference between suppression and repression? Do you know? I don't know. But, That's um, <laughs> I'm not, I, I just came to mind. But, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All of us know. made fr frozen faces. Like, I know we're like, ah, okay, uh -huh. Bethany, let's, let's not talk about that. Um, but <laughs> I was curious though, too. So we had the opportunity to practice with you. And so like before we were in a group chat and you're like, we're orange or we're going to, we're going to focus on the sacral chakra. And so I was just curious, well, for one, can you explain like what we did when we practiced with you and then why you chose, I guess, the sacral chakra and then why you chose like, I guess the practices and stuff. Um, I think I chose the second chakra. Again, that's what I've been working on. And I know Erin and I share a history of sexual abuse. Mm. So I'll, I'll add that in too. Um, and again, what we did was just the, a mini workshop of just really awakening that area uh, with the bioenergetic exercises, stimulating it. We did some chanting of the seed sound yam. Uh, we focused and wear orange. Some um, teachers say the color really doesn't do anything, but I, when I work privately with someone, I give them all these journal prompts to do, wear orange, 
every day, you know, wear something sexy if we're on second, go in water, take Epsom salt bath. So it is the water element. So why not immerse yourself in whatever chakra you want to delve into? Um, Usually we work on that for a good month because if there's some stuck uh, emotions, they're not going to come out. Everyone's different. Everyone's different. I mean, it took me me 20 years to get here, right? And that (laughs) some people, some of my clients are in five classes can go that deep, right? So everyone's different. Um, Yeah. I like the visual too. Oh, sorry. I like the color because I think of like brain, the way the brain works and having the cues. I'm wearing red because of this or I'm doing right. um i think those are anything that gives muscle memory and ha- habits and and rem- and helps us recall what we're up to i yeah. i maybe it doesn't have a direct impact like oh your third chakra doesn't know you're wearing this color but <laughs> you know that you're yeah. you're you know it's all about intention yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and believe and your beliefs right, right. yeah if exactly believe, if you believe i believe it i believe yeah. wearing red is going to ground me so <laughs> totally yeah it's, and yeah I, it's like if that works for you then it's gonna work yeah <laughs> what were we gonna yeah. ask bethany oh i was gonna say that when what i noticed in the color because i was like i don't have anything orange to wear i remember texting you guys and i was like i don't have anything orange to wear and you were trying to give me ideas do you have a scarf do you have a hat or whatever do you have a you know i was like oh i have some crystals i can use but i was thinking about why don't i ever wear orange or why don't i buy orange right i was looking at my aversion to the color and there's mm-hmm. certain shades of orange i like more than others yes but i was also looking at my aversion to it then also my aversion to wearing blue for whatever reason and i noticed that's also one of my biggest blocked chakras is my throat chakra and speaking up and all that stuff so i just kind of like had this like awareness of that and i was like oh huh, like just in that looking for something orange to wear, not having anything, I was like, this makes sense. And when you said sacral, I was like, yes, that's awesome. Cause it's like where I'm headed basically, you know, in my personal development is more clearing and tapping into that area of my body and empowering that part of myself. So it really resonated for me um, doing that practice. And I was really, really cool when you brought that up. So that's what came up for me before the practice. But yeah. should I go into like how, how like our story or like what how yeah it yeah sure because we got to do the we got to do this exercise and I I mean I'll share mine but what about you Bethany how was that doing Liz walked us through like a little bit of Kundalini yoga movements breath work and just like boom 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 so what yeah it was up I for you I loved it um I I'm always looking for more ways to deepen and like new practices to, to put into place. And I'd never done, sorry. I don't know if you guys heard that noise, but that was very, that's okay. Got it. No, no, there was a, I got an email and it dinged. Did you guys hear that? Or was sure. I just, I, I'm going to make up the story that you farted. <laughs> okay, sure. I farted. Um, <laughs> We're talking, <laughs> no, right now we're going to go into that. Okay. But uh, finding new practices and breathwork, I haven't gotten into a lot of breathwork. And then the movements too, like I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is, feels amazing. So, and I really felt like I was clearing it all. I even got like super, I had to like ground myself during because I didn't want to get too high because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we're doing so much breathing and so much um, kind of quick movement. But what I loved about you, Liz, is like, you're, it was so easy to just follow along with like what you said, like, yes, I was watching you, but I just felt like you guided it so well. Like that's when your perfectionism comes into play. Like you kept <laughs> us on point. We were yeah. done by the time you said we needed to be done, <laughs> like yeah. all that stuff. And I got so much out of it. Um, 
and yeah, I just, uh, I really enjoyed it. So I definitely saw that it, for me, it woke everything up. And yeah. you, I remember you saying before, like, I don't know if you'll ever need coffee again if you do this every morning. Right. And I was like, totally. I felt there was times, there's always times when you move and it's quick movement and you're like, you like, you'll remind like, Hey, breathe. Cause you could tell like, oh, I'm, there's a fatigue or I'm like, Ooh, like, Oh, this feels a little, like I'm not moving as much yeah. as I think I could. I, can I move more? And I think you're kind of, I think when you go to someone's really good at energy work and really good with yoga is they meet you where you're at and they, you're in a partnership that you trust me to know what I need, but you also will sense something or guide and try to keep pulling me towards moving in a way that has me have more freedom, you know, mind, body, or spirit. And I liked too, is that you keep reminding, like, I'll be like, Oh, like I remember a couple, I think it was maybe when we were turning, it was, yeah. yeah. What do you call that movement when you put your elbows out and you turn side to side? I don't even know if it has a name, <laughs> but it's, it's to activate the heart. Oh, so I, yeah, I like that know one. that I, I think that's where I got like fatigued yep. and you were like, okay, keep breathing. And, like you looked at me and you're like, keep breathing. And then I was like, oh wait, I have the breath work coming back to that. Mm -hmm. And for me, it actually not only like, I totally enjoy it and I could feel like my body, I feel more energized and connected to myself, like centered. But I noticed when I do like um, F45, so it's like this, these exercises of weights twice a week, I noticed I have been better about breathing, about breathing and about um, uh, tightening my core. I think I was not like, I'm like, wait, hold on. And I kind of get into that position. So I love, can you help explain that? How we're doing that exercise with you? Also, it overflows into other things you do other types of exercise, at least for me, I'm like, mm -hmm. am I breathing? Am I like charging myself up? Right. I believe that sometimes we could even, though I love what you do. Like if I'm pissed, like when I'm mad at Carl, who I'm <laughs> dating or my daughter, I am like in there lifting weights. Like, <sighs> like I just get in, like, I'm going to release this energy, especially if it's something I could feel tightening in my chest, but how can you share that correlation like why is that so beautiful beautiful i love all that yes yeah, so to release energy the five major uh the points to do that is through the hands through the feet through the genitals and through the mouth so that if you're working out and getting that out that's beautiful that's what's gonna uh unblock the chakras too i mean once we have the awareness of the breath and where they're at and what feels tight and what mm -hmm. doesn't feel right, you can take it into your every day. And we add that root lock right at the root, uh, engaging all your genitals and pulling that energy up um, and that to help balance and keep the core strong. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's all awareness. I, for me, yoga just enhances your whole life because it's in the present moment. It reminds you to come back to your breath yeah. time and time again. It's all about the breath and moving the energy and awareness of, oh, I feel really high today. My energy's up or my, my jaw's a little tight. I have too much excess, excess energy there. Let's bring it down, whether that's mm. walking, hiking, running, eating root vegetables, like the awareness of your own energy. We're all different on what's open, right? So uh, we call it the upper mm. triangle from the heart up. Those um, sometimes for people can open first 
And then the lower triangle from the solar plexus down, those are the more dense ones. Those are all the childhood unprocessed uh, uh, emotions and memories and <clears throat> what we've kept um, to keep uh, as our armor. Mm. So um, we want the mm. knowledge of the third chakra to be open a bit so that when we bring up those uh, memories, that we're not blindsided and in so much like heartache and pain, we can have, yeah. so then the heart's involved. So when we have compassion on why our parents did what they did or whoever. Um, totally. That makes a lot of sense. Doesn't it? thought it's about that way. Yeah. It's, it's very wise. Yeah. The teacher said to me, if you had, cause when I work with people and they don't have any childhood memories, which was similar to me, I could name maybe 10. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you suppress the uh, pain, you su suppress the joy also, right? Totally. Um, you numb the pain, you numb the joy, you numb all yeah. the emotions. So um, just probably in the last six years, the, the uh, memories are coming back. And last two years, even more harsher ones as I'm, I'm opening the root more and more. And... I can't, you know, I've done my forgiveness and compassion towards my parents and it's, I, I can see the lineage of what they went through, right? right? And then, and then I take like, pat myself on the back, look how far I've come. I am not them anymore. Yeah. It's huge. Mm. It's huge work um, throughout your whole life yeah. and how it affects all your relationships. Mm. Yeah. 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 With you, like both. You know, like I was gifted, I think on this call, like I was gifted with incredible parents, yes. but I know you two, like having conversations, the consciousness was not necessarily turned on in your households. So for me, like that you can come to a place of, but even a lot of, you know, a lot of people had great parents and the kids don't think they had great parents. It's like, why didn't you pay for college? <laughs> why did you yell at me? Like, and I'm like, are you kidding? You're mm. alive. Like they didn't like backhand you for talk. Like right. just sometimes I had so many clients where it's atrocious what parents did. Right. But regardless of what has happened, there is so much healing. There's like you said, like the, to be able to feel the pain, you also get to feel the joy and mm. you also can let it go and create whatever life you want to have free of what you yeah. were born into. Totally. Yes. yes. And yeah. I just always right. remember I chose these parents and mm. it got me on the path. So now I'm completely grateful for my childhood and all that right. has happened. Yeah. I wouldn't be who I was. I always knew inside there was this other person. I had mm -hmm. this knowing and I always knew in my fifties is when I was going to be free. And yeah. I'm, I'm finally free. <laughs> oh, That's wow. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you have a practice for us. Yes. So we're going to, so if you can walk us through, Bethany and I, uh, and everyone listening. So if you can, if you're driving or doing something, just pause Don't the do sucker. This. Don't <laughs> do this. Wait till you can be somewhere where you can um, get comfortable and have like, it's a little, you know, uh, yoga movement breath work so um and listen to this again over and over again because in the end uh liz will tell us where we can find her but if you love this you know now it's recorded so you can do this as many times with liz yeah <laughs> all right so liz take it away what what are we going to be doing so we're going to be working on the second chakra the sacral and again if you're healthy in this area of healthy relationships healthy digestion 
uh, healthy sex, you can actually do these exercises to even enhance your sex life. Mm. So that's the best part too. Or if you're stuck in an emotion, like I'll, I'll may have a phone call or something will happen throughout my day. I'll get right on my mat and do these exercises just to keep it moving and fluid and feel and maybe release with some tears. So it's a great okay. to tool to have, I believe, for all emotions. So we're going to um, come onto our back and lay down on the earth or on a yoga mat or a blanket knees are going to be bent feet soles of the feet on the floor and just we'll take a moment just to tap into the second chakra bring your fingertips to your pubic bone so that's sort of they call it the doorbell the way in um i think i want to go back to the to explaining the chakras again they i always thought of them as a wheel along the spine it's a 5d Sphere, a 5D sphere of energy, front, side, and back. So we're going to start to bring our awareness into the pelvic area, into the hips, into the sacrum. And if you want to envision the color orange, any color orange you can, and just long, slow, deep breaths here, really gently pressing your fingertips into the pubic bone, really breathing into the hips, breathing into that pelvic bowl, I'm going to call it. If it helps to envision the water element, add that in. Long, slow, deep breaths. Take a big inhale. Pause for a moment, hold the breath, and then exhale, 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 exhale. And we can add more of a visual. Envision the breath coming in through the soles of the feet all the way up to the legs, as slow as you can. Again, into the pelvic bowl, pause, hold the breath. Again, see the color orange, water elements sloshing around. And then exhale, exhale slowly down the leg channels, all the way out the soles of the feet down into the core of the earth. So you can continue with that, inhaling soles of the feet all the way up the leg channels, past the root chakra at the tailbone, into the second chakra holding, breathing, of maybe releasing some guilt, and then exhale, exhale down the central channels of the legs, past the knees, the shins, the ankles, out the soles of the feet. Good, again, inhale, fill up. Pause, hold the breath, keep your awareness in that area. And then exhale, 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 exhale. Again, out the soles of the feet, energetically releasing anything blocking. We'll do two more like that. Inhale, soles of the feet, up the legs, into the pelvic area, holding. And then exhale, 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 releasing it out. Good, last one, full breath in. Pause, hold, soften, soften the groins, soften the soles of the feet, and then exhale again down the legs, out the soles of the feet, back down into Mother Earth. Good. So keeping your awareness again in the pelvic bowl, call it the pelvic tilt. Feet are hip width apart, knees are still bent, and we're going to be inhaling through the mouth, exhaling through the, um, I'm sorry, inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the mouth. So sort of like, 
and on the inhale, you're tilting, arching your spine. Again, sort of like cat-cow tilt, I'll call it, or pelvic tilt. Inhale, you arch, exhale, on arch. So inhaling, arch, exhale out the mouth, tailbone up. So just rocking on the sacrum, pubic bone up and down, pelvic tilt, cat and cow, I'll call it. So inhale, arch, exhale, mouth, tuck the tailbone up, flatten the low back. Okay, so as fast as slow as you can here, feel your feet. And again, don't think physically, think energetically. Try to completely relax that area. Inhale, exhale. Again, inhale, nose, exhale, mouth. And listen to your body. If it's telling you to go slow, go slow. If you wanna speed it up, go fast. You can speed it up, but make sure you're breathing. And yes, I see Erin doing this as she's seated. You could do the breathing and this exercise as you are seated. Just waking up the spinal fluid. Again, we want a big um, characteristic is fluidity, water. We want the emotions just to flow through us. So keep going, inhale, exhale. Good, inhale, arch, hold the breath. Inhale, 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 hold. And then exhale, relax back to neutral. Pause, long, slow, deep breaths. Just observe, don't judge, keep breathing. Good, and we'll continue with two more exercises. So bring your feet a little bit wider. If you're on a yoga mat, as wide as the mat. They call this windshield wipe. I'm not sure of the Sanskrit name. So we're just gonna inhale, drop the knees to the left. Exhale, drop the knees to the right. Inhale, left, again through the nose. Exhale, mouth. Again, as slow or as fast as you need, rocking on the sacrum there. Use the breath, observe. And again, try not to think so physical, think energetic, just relaxing, going with the flow. Inhale, exhale. Make sure you're exhaling out the mouth, navel to spine. Again, we want to stimulate that area below the belly button. Keep going. Feel the rocking. Maybe your neck will start to rock. Just try to completely relax your groins here. Again, I sometimes think of like an umbilical cord and my sacrum tethered to the core of the earth, just releasing whatever's blocking the freedom. Good, couple more. Good, then inhale to the left side, pause, hold the breath. And then exhale, 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 back up to center, keep the feet wide, let the knees drop together. Fingertips back on the pubic bone, long, slow, deep breaths. Think of the exhale out the soles of the feet, releasing energetically. Good, then our last exercise, we're still on the back, bring the soles of the feet together, knees apart, Supta Baddha Kanas. Right, soles of the feet together, knees apart. 
really arch your back here to help try to soften the groins. And then come back to neutral. And this you move, well, we're gonna move here. So maybe uncomfortable, but try to relax here. And then the breath is inhale through the nose, T together, <laughs> inhale through the nose, knees together, exhale, knees apart. So again, if you can go fast on this, go for it, but it may be um, tender. So inhale, knees together, exhale, mouth, knees apart. <sighs> Um, just go with that. And again, as slow, as fast as you need to. And inhale, knees together. Exhale. And notice that pelvic tilt. Can you really exaggerate it or not? It may be a little locked up. And if it's too much, just lay there in long, slow, deep breathing with soles of the feet together, knees apart. Don't do too much if it feels too much. These are exercises more for those that are deficient in the second chakra, where there's blockages and tightness. So inhale, exhale, keep going. Maybe a little faster if you can, we're almost there. Just waking it up. See the color orange, see that pelvic bowl. Good, then inhale, knees together. Pause, arch the back, hold the breath. Exhale, let the legs fall apart. And here, you'd wanna stay for like five minutes. I don't think we have that time right now, but you wanna stay five to 20 minutes even. Um, but you need to be comfortable here. You can put blankets or yoga blocks on between your knees and your hips so that you can really let your groins relax here and continue with that breath from the soles of the feet into the pelvic bowl, if the orange works for you, use the visualization and then out the soles of the feet. Again, Supta Baddha Konasana. And you just wanna lay there and um, relax that whole area, the groins, the pelvic floor, and just keep releasing and relaxing that area so the energy can flow in and out. So as I said, stay as long as you'd like. We'll continue with the podcast now. Thank you so much. You're that was welcome. awesome. Um, I hope everybody was able to participate in that. Um, Aaron and I did not get to do as much because we're sitting. Um, but tell us, where can people find you? Um, they can reach out on email at LizAikenO'Brien at yahoo.com. I'm sure you'll add that in the show notes. We and will. You did ask for some resources. Um, yeah. I, I was trained in the chakra yoga in Sedona. Unfortunately, that seven centers is closed now. But my Bible and who I've done online trainings with is Anadea Judith, uh, Eastern Body, Western Mind. Cool. My Bible, everything you need <laughs> and to it's know. Huge. About <laughs> it's gigantic. Yes, showing it us right now. It's so big. <laughs> and I just recently did another chakra training with Scott Schwenk, S C H W E N K, through onecommune.com. That's a, a medium that does all different uh, holistic trainings. And that was more with the ecstatic breath and more meditation even deeper uh, than the work I even do. Um, so that was amazing. I hope to incorporate that soon. So nice. those are two, two resources and any questions, yes, they can email me and I can direct them. I do do local classes mm -hmm. on Wednesdays. And, and that's local uh, to Ventura, California or Ventura County. 
Yes. Is, yes. Do you have, do you have like a Facebook or an Instagram or, or a website that people can find out when you're doing classes? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> she keeps the mystery alive. She you does. Have to work I mean, for she's it. hard to find. She's yeah. hard to find because she's that good. Guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So email oh, Liz. Yes. You can just email me and I'll direct you where you need to go. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. That was amazing. You, it's been such a pleasure. And Liz is going to be on for other things on our podcast. So stay tuned for that. Yes. <laughs> we're super excited and we're going to be very, what's the word? Um, cryptic about it. We're not going to tell you. Yes. We're going to follow so. Liz's mysterious information. Yeah, exactly. We're being finding. mysterious, but we will all be together at what, some point again in the future. <laughs> this was so much fun, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, pleasure. It. it was. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.